This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello, hello. I'm here. That you are in studio again. Caps fans, we've got an incredible episode as usual for you on Monday where we're going to be talking about some league news, some good, some bad, and then obviously the weekend review of the Washington Capitals, your very own Washington Capitals. Um, overall, pretty good week. So I'm super pumped to get into it. Polly, should we just pop some tabs? Yeah, just real quick. Uh-huh. Um, for those who listen, once this has been dropped, instead of watching live, we're recording a little early, so the Maple Leafs game will go to next week's episode. One, two, three. Nice call out there, Polly. Just letting all the letting all the listeners know that if they're looking for <clears throat> what may or may not be an eight nothing win against the Maple Leafs. Uh, well, you know, hopefully, yeah, they're. Uh, Coming in to bask in the glory of tonight's victory. Yeah, yeah. Um, Polly, so I think last show we were talking about golf a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and you were like super stoked to hear about my golf club fitting adventure mm-hmm. when it came down to it. And yeah. I was wondering really, if, is really, this the right venue to be, should we talk about it? I mean... We've had a professional hockey player on here talk about golf, so it seems appropriate. Right. So, Caps fans, I went and, and got fitted at a certain establishment and uh, got some tailor-made stealths. It's like the very newest tailor-made iron they have and custom shafts and grips, oversized grips, you know, like a little girth. Bought a couple girth. Yeah, bought a couple Cleveland wedges, again, with the oversized grips. You know, girth is important. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I, I, three to six weeks, dude, is what they are telling me to get these fucking clubs. I got my shafts, like, pured. All of them. Apparently that's a thing that makes you better at golf. Like, pureed? Yeah, sort of. They say it's a huge machine that spins the shaft at a very high rate and then flicks it and through that reading when the builder knows like which way to turn it to be pure damn yeah. <laughs> that's pretty high tech yeah you want to know how much all this was oh oh and then here's the funniest part um they said we can't even fit you for the driver of the woods or the fairways because uh or like my you know like hybrids or anything because you're just spraying it so far right like I'm not going to just sell you, like, a better driver to make you spray it farther right. So, basically, they were saying, like, you suck at driving right now, so we're not going to give you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so, so the the price tag for what I've done here, which is, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I, I appreciate... <laughs> for what I've done. I like I, the way that's worded. I appreciate the, um, the honesty, though, right? Like, fix yeah. your swing a little bit, close the face down. I mean, that's... Uh, that's good customer service. Mm-hmm. And I can go get fitted for him for free, he said, so, you know. Well, already cool. paid for. Right. Well, yeah, let's put it that way. Um, damage on this, just just guess. Just guess. 
Well, no no drivers, custom, two grand. Five, so it was five through nine and two wedges. It's eight, eight sticks, that's it, eight clubs. $2,400. That's, that's a lot of money. Oh, my God. And then I go out and golf today. And I'm like, I'm like, I've just got this diva complex about my current clubs. I'm like, oh, fuck these clubs. Dude, I don't know what I was doing. I must have been drinking too much. I left a club on, on the course somewhere. My 60-degree wedge, which I use like every hole. That sucks. But, I mean, I think last time I went golfing with you, yeah. one of you guys had to grab a stick I left behind. I mean, it happens, I think. You yeah, no, I mean, it happens, but like... That's just negligence. It makes you look like a fucking idiot. I had to go back a hole, try to find it. Everybody was like, no, I don't know where it's at. I mean, they're, again, I'm getting it replaced, but... Yeah, at least it should sting a little less. Right. Because there you go. you're getting the new stuff. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's just me subliminally being a dick to my current yeah. setup. Out with the old. Right. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Shot like shit. Just... You know, I've just so much banking on these irons being like shaving so many strokes off my game. Well, best of luck because I don't. I think it's the wizard more than it is the wand. Absolutely no, and that's that's the problem that I've invested so much fucking money now. Like I'm, they have to, or I'll just jump off a fucking cliff. And it's almost like I'm, I'm sabotaging myself with the current setup. Just to make sure that when I get the new ones, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm curing these fuckers. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's because the last, like, three times you've been out, you've lost, like, 20 yards on your fucking, on the clubs that you had, you bum. So. Well, you know, to that point, though, I've noticed when I upgraded sticks throughout my career that it mm-hmm. does make a difference. So, I mean, if your you form's... mean hockey sticks? Hockey sticks, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if your form's bad... Yeah, you'll probably just hit a better shot as a bad shot with the new clubs. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously you were hitting all right with the irons. So, something to look forward to, I think. It is. Um, I will say... That, Be positive. Like, yeah. you And, I mean, they hit. They let me hit off a trackman. And, I mean, those things are fucking so sick. And, I mean, they were like, all right, hit your six iron. And I was like, okay, hit it like ten times. And they're like, okay, now just try this. Just boom. Piped it like the the slice was gone. Piped it twenty more yards and and fucking drew the ball. It was cr- like instant change to the to the game, instantly, just off one club change. Was it a range or were you hitting into a screen? Into a screen, yeah. So, but I mean, those things are accurate as fuck. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't. It's not like I distrust the technology, and they give you like so much data. As to like what's going on, like are you even hitting it in the, in the middle of the face, like things like that? And then when I was trying to like hit the top of the bag, I'm just spraying it. They're like, dude, the with the velocity at which you hit the ball, basically, like how hard you hit the ball and like where you hit it. If you would just shut the club face down, you'd probably pipe it like thirty more yards, easy, average. Yeah. Well, we look forward to hearing back in uh, what June. Yeah, three to six weeks. Jesus Christ. I mean, and I'm just like so antsy for it. You know, who who just gives up $2,400 and is just like, we'll see you in a few weeks when that comes through. You. 
It's a big purchase to not just have instant gratification for it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Anyways, enough about golf. On to an even sadder subject than my golf game, which it's hard to believe that that's a, that's a thing, but uh, truly sad. Um, five-time Stanley Cup champion, Canadians legend, Gay LaFleur, passed away Friday at the age of 70 after a three-year battle with cancer. I mean, we lost Mike Bossy. We lost, we lose LaFleur. All in the span of a week. And um, Craig Lachlan actually had the pleasure of playing with LaFleur when he was drafted by the Canadiens. So. Yeah, and I saw an article that uh, Wall was saying LaFleur was a, uh, a true, um, what's the word, mentor. You know, yeah. he really took him under his wing when he got drafted and played for the Canadiens. Yeah, and I mean, um, I guess dude was just an amazing guy in the room to have not only that, but like an incredibly gifted hockey player. Um, Lachlan was saying that his first goal was actually assisted, primary assisted by uh, Guy Lafleur. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, tough to see these legends go, man. Yeah. For sure. Um, and you know what? It, this kind of had me thinking, man. Like, do, do you, in, in foot, you follow football closer in pro, especially like, is there ever, like this lineman died, or you know this tackle. You know, I don't know. It does football even look back that far? Because I mean, this guy played in the seventies, and you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, um, I can't really think of something off the top of my head right now. But like, when a legend from years ago dies, you'll at least see something on like Sports Center. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like. Um, I don't know, maybe I feel like there's more reverence around hockey player legends that die for some reason. Yeah, I, I mean, I think do. there's there's more mythology in our game. Yeah, no doubt. And no I doubt. think that that's because we've been a niche, a cult sport, you know, <laughs> not cult as in drink the Kool-Aid, but cult as in, like, Pulp Fiction. You're not you supposed know. to drink the Kool-Aid that they give out? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think we've kind of been... The, the hockey world has kind of been fighting to be mainstream, um, even if we've become mainstream and we don't want to believe it yet. We yeah. still kind of have like that chip on our shoulder. So I sure. think there is a little more mythology to the game of hockey and more reverence to our legends. Yeah, and uh, I definitely think there's a strong preservation of history because it's a league that's been around the longest out of all major sports, too. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, what the Stanley Cup started eighteen nineties, I think. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. so it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So rest in peace, Lafleur, and uh, condolences to family and friends. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the Penguins announced Wednesday that Amanda Kessel, professional women's hockey player and Team USA gold medalist, will be the inaugural participant in the new Penguins executive management program. What does that mean? Well, all I could think of is, like, you know, at Enterprise, you enter the management program, so you get taken on and trained to become a manager. So, I don't know. It sounds to me like she's going to be trained to be in the higher side of operations. Now, do you think there's a standard deviation there in the Penguins organization for, like, how many games they're going to win because of being favored by the NHL? Because I feel like that's it's really tough to account for. If you're going to be a GM, you come up through that. 
kind of luxury and then you know you go to a team that actually has to play for real and it's like oh. well I guess it could really hamper her career later on if she's a GM for someone else mm. and she loses that favoritism that the Penguins have exactly exactly alright well and we wish her the best and honestly it seems like a pretty cool uh, pretty cool little program so good for her yeah I mean um, there's a couple you know a couple of US gold medalists um, who are getting big NHL jobs. I mean, Kendall Coyne, she's in, play, in charge of, I believe it's player development. Mm. Um, and she has a big role with the scouts. Hillary Knight does ESPN analyst work. Yeah. Um, and Amanda Kessel. Uh, Tammy Granato just got hired by Vancouver. She's a former. Oh, good. And she won the, the 1998 gold medal. Right, 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 right. So, you know, it's good to see. These athletes getting um, other rewards besides their on-ice rewards. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Good stuff. What's next? So, Grammy winner rapper Macklemore and retired Seattle Seahawks beast mode Marshawn Lynch (laughs) have become minority owners of the Seattle Kraken. Um, Macklemore is from Seattle. Lynch played... I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe like seven he, seasons. I, he he started in Buffalo, I think, but okay. people really know him from his Seattle days. Right. That's where all of Beast well, Mode. That's where that all came out. Yeah, you know he. Uh, they went to two Super Bowls, won one of them. He did play one season for the Raiders before they left Oakland, which is his hometown. But right. you know he's really known as a Seattle Seahawk. So. You know, this is pretty big uh, celebrity investment here in in the new team. It is, and it, it's cool to see some buzz, uh, you know, around this new expansion team. Anyways, so yeah. that's really cool. You know, dude, Marshawn Lynch is just living the life that I want to live, bro. Oh yeah. yeah, he's living. He he took the Zamboni for donuts <laughs> right after he like <laughs> signed the papers. He, yeah, he dropped the money and he's like, "Give me the keys." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love it. That's that's so sick. I wonder if he actually does like hockey or if this is more just like kind of a good investment. But um, Well, he also is one of the owners. I think Oakland has an indoor football team. So, okay. I mean, he's definitely been spreading his money around in investments, um, breaking away from the, the jock stereotype that Chris Pronger was talking about, you know, right. how – Guys have issues with their money. You know, it's that's in every sport, not specific to anyone. Yeah, and it's always good to see when these guys make smart investments and don't just like dump their money into putting their name on a blender. <laughs> I think it's Hulk Hogan. I think he took a blender over the George Foreman grill. What an idiot! Well, hey, you know what though? Why did anybody buy the George Foreman grill? It wasn't because of, of Hulk Hogan. It was because of George Foreman, right? You know, the best grilled cheese I've ever had in my life was in George Foreman. That's the best way to make it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, <laughs> anyways, Florida currently on a 13-game winning streak, looking like they will be the President's Trophy winners. They were duking it out with uh, with your very own Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. And maybe the hottest team heading into the playoffs if they don't drop a game between you know now and in a couple weeks a week yeah and i think um, maybe they have four games left no i think they have six games left the avalanche might have seven mm-hmm. these last couple weeks 
they've gone very opposite directions, and uh, the Avalanche have been on a skid that I believe started with the uh, the Capitals. Oof. And, you know, hopefully the Caps can keep winning so they don't have to play the hottest team in the NHL first round. <laughs> yeah. And they're duking out. But, you know, we, we, we were talking about how Ryan Whitney was like, I don't believe in Florida until they win the first round. And, I mean, you kind of got to – I mean, it is unprecedented territory, right? Presidented territory there. But, I mean, they're still going to be putting up a fight. It's not like just being in the playoffs is going to make things different, too different in that sense, right? I mean, when you have that much talent, you're going to be, you know, having the seeded advantage pretty hardcore. Yeah. I mean, off the top of my head, I can only think of two Panthers who have Stanley Cup experience, and that's Joe Thornton and Hornquist. Right. Um, So, I mean, it would be uncharted territory for them, but that doesn't necessarily mean they can't do it. But I think they do. They've got a lot to prove. Yeah. I mean, winning in the regular season, as we Cap fans know, is not enough. Right. And, you know, the the Caps fans do have a little bit of upset. I think the Washington Capitals may have a little bit of upset power here when it comes to looking purely at their veteran leadership and experience, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And they put on uh, a dominant two periods against Florida and then let up, like, five goals one game in the third period. So, like... They can play with the Panthers as long as they don't let the Panthers catch fire. Exactly. So, I mean, it's doable, but as a Caps fan, I would prefer to play the Rangers, even yeah. though it's not a much better trade. It's still hmm. better. Interesting. All right. We'll see. I'm feeling okay about Florida. I'm start- I've, I've, I've let it overtake my body, and I'm... I'm succumbing to course, playing through your veins like venom, right? Exactly. So I'm, I'm ready. Fuck it. Let's just have have Adam and let's see what happens. A um, couple injuries as of Wednesday. Frederick Anderson will be out at least one week for Carolina Hurricanes because of a lower body injury. Dylan Larkin will be out for the remainder of the regular season for the Detroit Red Wings, who are having an absolute nothing of a season after a core muscle surgery Monday. So it sounds like maybe a, uh, a hernia or something. Yeah. Well. And- you know, this is misleading, just like Panarin last year. The right. remainder of the season. we got right. a week left. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like it's February 1st. Exactly. And then, you know, um, also Tristan Jari is still injured for the Penguins, but Casey Smith seems to have just stepped right in and eaten up. Former uh, Nailer. Right. But we'll see. We'll see what that kid's worth in, in the playoffs. Uh, I'm sure he's looking forward to it, but... We wish him the worst of luck. <laughs> well, speaking of the Nailers, they're up yeah. two nothing in against the Fort Wayne Comets, number one in their conference, I believe. Exactly. We should go to a game. You gonna yeah. go? What? You gonna go to a game? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? I'm going Wednesday, but I was maybe thinking to go to more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let me. Um. Probably I'll, let's let's go Wednesday. I'll go Wednesday with you. Okay. Unless you have like a big group or something. No, I don't. Okay. Just is ask it, your golf partner if you can join us. Is it just you? No. Kelvis is going. Oh, Cal- oh, he didn't even mention that when we were golfing today. Oh, maybe he just wanted to hang out with me. What a douche! What a douche! All right. Well, whatever. Um, but yeah, their uh, ECHL playoffs are in full force, 
Uh, I didn't even look at the AHL. I don't. I think are they still? It must have just season? started because the Hershey Bears just like clinched in, and it's been late in the season, so yeah. they're going to start probably a week after. I would think. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get. Oh, I'll look at that now. You in can a keep week going. or so, yeah. Uh, suspensions. The Montreal Canadiens forward Michael Pizzetta has been suspended for two games without pay for an illegal check to the head of TJ Oshie on April 16th. I don't remember seeing this, but, you know, whatever, I'm sure. You know, Oshie just gets beat up, man. He really does. And I think that, you know, baby face aside, his body's starting to feel it. So I'm really hoping that he can stay healthy throughout playoffs and, and you know, turn it around here for us. Because he is, it's with him playing full speed it's a very different team so uh we'll see we'll keep you informed on on all of that uh caps fans as far as what Oshie's doing but um you know i really just want to tell you guys first about DraftKings sportsbook hockey fans feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings sportsbook the official sports betting partner of the nhl right now new customers can bet just one dollar on any team to, to win and get 150 dollars in free bets if they do if sportsbook isn't available in your state yet you can still hit the ice for cold hard cash new customers can bet their or can make their first deposit and play for play free for thousands with DraftKings daily fantasy contests draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals assists, saves and more DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just one dollar on any NHL team to win and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Twenty-one and older restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Polly, uh, did you get the? Uh... So they've clinched. So yeah, it'll be starting soon. Yeah, uh, the, the Bears AHL. are in the playoffs. Yeah. Within like another week, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. So the AHL playoffs coming up. And uh, it's a nice little segue into the Washington Rap Run. Let's do it. All right. So, Cavs fans, started the week off with a pretty, uh, on the 18th, with a somewhat precarious game against the Avalanche at in Denver, mile high. Whoever knows what's going to happen there. But the Caps really played uh, a pretty good game. We were predisposed. Is that right, Polly? Yeah, we were busy winning winning the cup in roller hockey. <laughs> Both of us had a goal. Oh, yeah. Crazy game. We were up 4 nothing. Yeah. And then I scored to make it 5-1. to one. You had the first goal of the game. Mm-hmm. So it's 5-1. to one. Final score... Seven five, mm-hmm. like we really took the foot off the gas there. They yeah, they, they made a good push. They did. They did make so, a good push. It's not enough. Yeah, no. they couldn't overcome our you know superior sexual energy. <laughs> Absolutely. So you know that was a good win, first championship in a while for us as a pair. So you know I'm pretty happy about it. Um, yeah. So you know. We're, we're taking some replay action off of this uh, recap here. But, you know, four minutes in, Garn Hathaway picked up a fumble puck in the blue line, went in an abbreviated breakaway to put the caps up one nothing, And then Val Nishushkin tied the game up late in the period. Talk about a season that Garnet Hathaway is putting together, though. For real. I mean, you know, all-time highs. He's a little bit older. Uh, and he's showing a little bit of scoring touch. I mean, just now, do I think that he could play a third line or second or first line role? 
uh, anywhere in the league? Probably not. Maybe a third line role. Maybe even a second, depending on what type of team. But, um, you know, I love his uh, tenacity and him getting in people's faces. He's really just become kind of a rat. But he's also being able to bury, which is the ultimate statement there. I mean, as Tom Wilson evolves, is right. Hathaway the next Tom? Yeah, I mean, he's got to be. He's, he's the guy that's in everybody's shit. His uh, career's kind of following a similar trajectory. You know, coming in, acting all goofy, doing mm-hmm. dumb shit, and then right. once he's established that he'll punch you in the face, he starts scoring right. goals. Right. And, I mean, you look at Hathaway, though, and, I mean, I think that's partly age as well, but, like, he wasn't a high draft pick. You know, we acquired him from Calgary, uh, and that's a team that obviously likes to play physical. So mm-hmm. they saw a lot of potential in his game, and, and I think the Caps fans are starting to see that come to fruition. So... uh I like him. I think he's done really well. Uh, incredible season put together this far. And if he can cap it off with like a really nice, you know, like 10-point playoff, 15-point playoff, I mean, who knows what that will do. DSP action. Exactly, yeah. Or like a Jade Beagle or, you know, um, any of that fourth line back in the day. So that's all good stuff. Uh, the lone goal of the second came when Ovi buried a puck that was in the crease during the power play. Seemed just kind of picking up garbage there. Yeah, it was kind of just like drizzling on the goal line, and he got to it before the defense could. And 48 on the season. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Lekin brought the game to the tie once again. Uh, possible goaltender interference play. The Caps challenge it, and it was determined they didn't push Sammy's pad in. Apparently, who even knows what this fucking rule is about. Uh, but then two minutes later, Shiri set up Mojo for a one-timer that beat Kemper high for the game-winning goal. What a blast for Mojo, though, here. It was beautiful. It was I such mean, a nice play. Just let it go. Um, I don't know. I mean, say what you will about Marcus Johansson, but I like him back in the lineup, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's a game-breaker, but I think he's a very important piece. I think yeah. he's the, the kind of guy that could provide support in a playoff run. Yeah, and you look at the way that Laviolette has managed his team. I mean, he's not afraid to just, like, how how many times has the, has the opening lineup been the in-game lineup? Or even, like, after the first period, yeah. what guys are doing. I mean, he'll put guys on different lines, seems at a whim. Which, you know, again, I like to get a little different look. But, uh, I mean, you got to wonder if it's going to mess with chemistry. This far, it hasn't. So, um, I even saw a couple lines, you know, previously or in this last most recent games with like Mojo, Backstrom, and Larson. Mm-hmm. So yeah, put mean, the Swedes together, see what happens. Laviolette's back there shuffling more than Atlantic City black. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> a blackjack dealer? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to sound so cute and clever. It was. You were You were so close. You were so close. Um, yeah. but, you know, beating the, the Avs at this yeah. point, top of the league, they were hot until we started the most recent uh, losing streak for them. Yeah, that's the kind of thing the Caps need going into the playoffs. And honestly, I think if they're going to play the Panthers, knowing that they can beat the Avalanche at home yeah. is a is a big help for the confidence. Absolutely, and I mean, I think it carried through a little bit into uh, the week, but you know, again, we'll get there. Um, I'm I I think this is a huge game. Definitely, nice little benchmarking thing. Yeah, I mean, it's always good to beat these kind of teams. It kind of it feels like, I mean, I felt about as good as this as I did with the most recent Tampa win. Mm-hmm. And it seems like we're checking at least one of these wins off a week, which is great. Yeah. 
Um, on 420, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Vegas. Holidays. Yeah, your favorite holiday, right? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't celebrated in a while. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, Vegas, we're in Las Vegas, so again, you know, we're, we're, we've started in the last week our road trip, and it is continuing on. And this is game four of this long, extended road trip to finish out the season. But 420, we've got Vegas. Four to three in overtime, a loss. You know, uh, two goals in the first. Kuz tapping home. Ovi shot the league through winner. Uh, nice way to be there. He. It seemed like Kuzi even like let it. Just he was just like, okay, is it gonna go? Is it gonna yeah, go? no, I need right. to go. I need to do it. All right. So uh, I'm like, maybe it would have trickled, but it wouldn't have before someone got it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Jensen also got an apple on that goal. Martinez got a uh, just a weird wobbling puck, like it bounced low uh, from the outside, and there was a screen in front uh, from the point went five hole on Samsonov. Uh, the the Caps had an incredible passing play that ended up being offsides thanks to Tom Wilson. Uh, what was that? Was that finished by Carlson? Yeah, I think it came in and went Ovi Backstrom Carlson or maybe yeah. Kuzi. I don't know, but. It went, yeah. Ovi had it, stopped up, passed it over, then they dropped it to the top of the triangle. Yeah. It was tough to see that go, but it was very obvious offsides to me. Yeah, for sure. Um, Wilson definitely jumped the play, though. It didn't even matter. You know, and he never interfered in that. Like, I, don't, I think he was the only one that didn't touch that putt. He was in the zone. Yeah, but I really hope we don't get to a point where they determine if the offside person – did or didn't impact the play. I hope that right. never becomes a thing. No, yeah. I mean, if you're going to have this rule, you're going to have it, or you're not. You yeah. Know? Um, but luckily, three minutes in the second, Kuzi sets up Ovi on a two-on-one for his 49th of the season. Amazing Barry. You know, we were passing all over the, the nights. I don't think they really had very good coverage, especially on transition. Um, so kind of something that maybe that's why they're having the season that they're having, which we're really hoping that they don't make the playoffs. At least I am. Yeah. I'm, I, they deserve it. Yeah. So, um, early in the third though, uh, Dan and beat Sammy for the caps after the caps turnover stretch pass at center ice. Uh, you know, what's, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I think it was kind of a lazy stretch pass attempt. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it was real good vision. And then once, Vegas came in with the puck. It was very lazy defense. Orlov didn't step up. Really, I think there were three caps, and they all just kept backing into Sammy. Right. Um, that was very poorly defensive played play. Right, because up to this point, it's like, what, 2-1? Yeah. Yeah, two one. it's 2-1 caps. And, uh, you know, that tying goal, it does look bad on Sammy, though, man. I mean, come on, that's a... You give a shooter all night and day, but he's still outside the face-off dots there. I don't know. I I put more – I mean, the first one was a weird bounce, but I think – Right. That I'm looks, talking about the dad and on goal. Well, no, I think the first one looks worse on Sammy than the second goal. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he didn't have his pads down. Look, you know, you're looking for an excuse to blame Sammy here. I know, absolutely. but I think Sammy is blameless on that one. I think you 100% put that on the defense. Wow. Interesting. I mean – Dadunov was outside, though. I mean, he's outside the dots, man. It's the NHL, really dude. Guys yeah. score from everywhere. That's true, but, I mean, it, it hits Sammy solidly in the body, and he doesn't he doesn't make the save. I don't know. It, it's Listen, if you want people to take your Samsonov 
uh, criticism seriously, you got to pick your battles. Come on. <laughs> All right, fine. Whatever. Uh, less than a minute later, though, on the power play, Stevenson gives Vegas the lead. This is a high tip. Uh, he's just kind of left alone. Uh, it, that was I will not blame Samsonov for that. That was just a good play. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Jensen was covering someone on the near side of the crease, and I guess they just lost track of Stevenson being right. wide open between yeah. the faceoff dots. I don't know how that happens. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I think goals two and three, the defense kind of hung Sammy out there. And, like you said, it was just a really nice play overall by Vegas. Yeah, no doubt. Sometimes um, it's just a good play. And you, sure. And you don't need to blame anyone. Right. Nobody's a bad guy. Right. Um, though it does, it, it, it is tough when you see what happens next. And at 624, Orlov to Ovi stretch pass. Just a fucking blast on, on the Southpaw goaltender Thompson. I mean, no chance there. I, I'm I glad you remember that because I put Leonard. Oh, yeah. No, it was Thompson because they, they pulled Leonard after that leaky first goal uh, into the second period. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, Ovi just ripping one home. I mean. I don't know. It's like the the six or the seven hole. I don't know. With yeah. One of the – it's under the arm. Right. Um, and, and oh, man. I mean, just so much velocity and well-placed. Just shot it right through the goalie. Yeah. I mean, it was a goal scorer's goal. Yeah, I mean, it looked like we were back in the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> without good, good goaltending. Yeah, and we're looking at, uh, that's the 50th of the season for Ovi. He's one of three players in the NHL with nine 50-goal seasons with Gretzky and, and the late bossy man. So, in definitely elite company there, and who knows? If he gets 10 50-goal seasons, that is a record that he, hold, he would hold alone. Yeah, and, you know, looking at that company, you've got, the great one, the guy who has the highest goals per game in history. Right. Like the natural, the yeah. natural, right? And then the grade eight. I mean, right. he's just, he's a historical person. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, and then we, so that ties it up. We played overtime and TJ Oshie kind of gets dangled a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think, I mean, Theodore's got hands and just dances around him, and then just the finish there, the high backhander, nothing Sammy could do there. Yeah, I mean, TJ Oshie playing defense in that situation kind of feels like in lacrosse when you're like, you know, you get a shorty defending mm-hmm. a shorty, and you want to get that guy the ball because right. the defenseman's at a very big disadvantage. Yeah. It's kind of how it feels when you got Oshie in that situation. So... I mean, it's it's tough. It was just a really nice play. And I'm not looking look like a complete idiot for saying one overtime loss in my prediction. Right. There you go. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, uh, it happens. I would have loved to deprive Vegas of two points, but instead the Caps run away with one. So helps them in the standings a good bit. Then moving on two days later, we're still out west in Arizona – this game was good. It was a good game, but it was sloppy all the way around. And I think that's what made it like more exciting to play or to watch him. So I'm sorry. Um, yeah, did you play? Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, Connor Sheary had the game-winning goal in the first. The the puck came out and solid for a check pressure. And, you know, just kind of the cap sticking with it, getting it on net, and good things happen. Sheary gets there and buries. Uh, you know, Arizona had a decent chance in the first, but I don't know. I mean... 
hit a post. Yeah. Not a lot of sustained pressure. It was one of their best looks of the game, really. Yeah, absolutely. And then early in the second period, Mantha, dude, holy fuck, off the power play, the he rang the post so loud. I mean, you cannot hit a post more square. Yeah, right. I mean, that thing, that was, that was a ripper. Right. And just... Ding! Like, it resonated throughout the whole entire arena. Crazy. Uh, early in the third, though, Vitek made a big save on a 301 to keep the score 1 0. John Carlson had a late one from deep into the empty net. Assisted by Dowd and Shiri. Carlson now has a career high in goals at 16. Is that really all? His, his highest goal is 16. I was. That's what they, they said on the broadcast career high in goals. And then I looked up. Stats. So it's interesting. interesting. All right. Well, you didn't have to. I mean, you could have just said yes. I would have believed you. Well, you know, if you're going to question my integrity, yeah, I'm go ahead and look it. that up, though. No, I, I am looking I it up right now. You, you defended it a little too ridiculously that I feel like. Yeah. You, right. Yeah. Right. Um, power play had some some good looks, but like oh for like four or five during this game. You yeah. know, um, I feel. And again, here here we are. The Washington Capitals playing down a little bit, but also I think the Coyotes had a. a Pretty good, solid game. To begin, I mean, scoreboard aside, you know they're putting in pressure. They're getting some chances. Uh, Vitek had to make some really stellar saves, uh, but nonetheless got Vitek his fourth shutout of the season and sixth in the NHL. Yeah, he's he's having a good year. I mean, he's had his moments that aren't so good, but right. Yeah, I mean, he looks good. And yes, this is Carlson's highest. He fifteen during the Stanley Cup season was his previous best. Huh. Now for assists, his highest is sixty in nineteen twenty. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, interesting. Um, and of course, we don't have the least game for you, but uh, we're hoping to that you, that you already know that we blew him out, and you know it's been amazing. Uh, and Austin Matthews is back, so right. Okay, that's a little less good. Right. Maybe like a. 10-goal OV performance, maybe, looking at. Oh, my God. <laughs> if he did, that would... <laughs> That'd be insane. And then I think I think he's 20 or 22 behind Hal. Yeah. Like, just putting him that close. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd settle for a hat trick. There you go. Yeah. There we go. All right. Uh, last week's predictions, OV goals this week. Paulie said three, I said four. It's probably going to be like six or seven. Yeah, hopefully he proves me wrong tonight. Right. Um, but you are winning there. And then I said two and two. You said two, one, and one. They ended up going three, oh, and one. No, well, right now two, they're, they're two, two, oh, and one. Two, oh, and one. I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh, tonight will determine that also. Yeah, and I mean, I'm thinking that the Caps are going to come out with a little bit of chip on their shoulder. They just got embarrassed by the Leafs last time, so... Yeah, what was it? 7-3, I think. Yeah. At home, wasn't right. it? Yep, yep. Or no. So, no, it was... Oh, no, it was in Toronto. It was yeah. during this road trip. Yeah, yeah, because they capped it. They started it. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping that now that we're back in D.C., it's time to chill out a little bit. Hopefully the guys had some good R&R, and we're ready to come out swinging. Um, <clears throat> next week games, four twenty six versus the Isles back to back with them on the twenty eighth. Uh, so it's a home and home series, day of travel in between, and then we finish the season on the 29th right after the Isles, 
in New York again with the Rangers. So yeah, that's the end of the season, folks. Yeah, tested all the way down to the line. So by the time we record next, we'll have the entire regular season, you know, wrapped up. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for sticking with us this whole time, Cavs fans. Yeah, and hopefully we have. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll run through the entire playoffs, of course, but. Hopefully, we have caps to talk about for more than just one series. Exactly, yeah. So, stick with us. We'll stay with you, even if the caps do get eliminated in the first round, which is probably what's going to happen. Just to get <laughs> that out there. Uh, we'll stay We'll stay here with you. And, uh, you know, if they don't, then we're just playing on house money. My dad the other day was like, yeah, looking at the way things are, caps could play the Penguins first round. That sounds nice. And I said, no, it doesn't. No. I would no. know. <laughs> What, the last time we played them, we won in the playoffs. Right. So let's just never play again in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll have the last laugh on that one. Um, next week, goal predictions. I think Ovi gets one. Okay. He's going to break 50. Um, I think he gets two. Nice. Nice. Um, how, what's our record? Three games. 3-0. Three 3-0. Three Hockey troll, 3-0. I think we're going to go 2-1. and one. I think one of those Isles games. Really? But you think we're going to take the Rangers? Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. Rangers might be resting a few people. That's true. Caps That's are true. still fighting for a spot. The Rangers are stuck. Right. Well, they're they're fighting for at least seeding, yeah, a little bit. So, interesting stuff. I don't think the seeding is going to change much. I mean, uh, Detroit was going to help us out there, but they ended up losing 6-2. to two, So, thanks a lot, Detroit. Yeah. Um, it just it just couldn't happen. Verona did score though in that Detroit versus the Penguins game, so he's yeah. looking good. It's nice to see. I mean, I hope I have a hard time rooting for the Red Wings as a uh, Caps or an Avalanche fan, right? But um, you know, if it's between them and the Penguins, I know who I'm rooting for. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and as um, we look at it, we have one. Well, after tonight, we'll have played just as many games as the Penguins. And so a win tonight would be tied with the Penguins okay. at 101 points. But they have, I believe the first tiebreaker is regulation wins. Yeah. Which the Penguins have 45 and the Caps have 44. So right. Even though we beat them head up, swept the whole series. Yeah, that is much farther down the chain in right. uh, tiebreaker. Yeah. Oh, but... As we record, midway in the second, Flyers are beating the Penguins two to nothing. Let's so go. after today, the Caps will still have a game at hand, and then the Flyers play the Oilers and the Jackets. Interesting. So the, the Penguins play the Oilers and the Jackets. Yeah. Okay. So I you said Flyers. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> but hopefully, the Oilers and Jackets can help us out. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to come down to the wire, folks. We'll let you know next week how that's going to go on a Monday episode. But on Thursday, we'll be talking about uh, the hockey troll hip check being Leah Hextall versus Tim Peel. You see catching this Twitter drama? Uh, I saw some of it. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, – I'm not going to deep dive too much of it. It's just going to be kind of like a bullshit sesh, but it's fucking hilarious. Um, and then what's yours? I'm going to talk about Dryden McKay. He is this year's Hopi Baker Award winner, which is the college hockey Heisman. And he's in some trouble for substance issues. And I'm going to tell you why it's bullshit. Mm, there it is. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, Caps fans. Until next week, 
Hockey Show, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Bye. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.